welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hey, detailers, welcome to another edition of the Pints and Polishing Podcast. Hey, you're going to get to hear today a excerpt, a uh, it's about 20 minutes of a conversation with Derek from DJD Detailing and Nick from Vegas Rides. So uh, it's, a, it's a new series we are wanting to start where we do some uh, Zoom hangouts and detailers ask questions. And the question that D- DJ had was about, or Derek, whichever you want to call him, had was about, you know, the way the, the industry is going suddenly there's tons of companies with sanitizers. How do you know which one to pick? How much company do you know? Uh, suddenly now there's all these people talking about new business practices and they haven't ever been talking about business, but suddenly they are. So, you know, who do you believe and who do you trust? So we dive into that question and just like typical Marty Forum, I forgot to hit record. <laughs> at the first so you get uh, about three-fourths of the conversation there should still be some good nuggets in there for you hopefully you have a great day i would love to hear from you so shoot us a dm at pints and polishing podcast let us know how you're doing and we'd love to connect is what it seems like to me they're setting this up uh to offer business training we'll come to you uh, they're going to have to replace that training income that so many tool companies, coding companies, chemical companies, uh, you know, people that just have training companies now, uh, they need to have something else to sell. And when times get tough, you can always sell, hey, I can help your business. Okay. So it's just, it's the next thing for them to do in the industry. And that's what you're seeing. Yep. Uh, I, you know, I would, I would definitely think that that's, Probably the they're seeing what's relevant, and now they're going to create content around what they feel would help them sell something today. So uh, that's interesting, Derek. What are you seeing when you're looking around? Are you seeing suddenly now customer people are trying to to talk business, or or what are you seeing? Um, I mean, a lot of the companies have been like saying like uh, not only like with like what Nick was saying with the uh, business or business training stuff. Um, I mean, all, all these companies are all of a sudden come now. They're, I think it's like at least ten or fifteen companies I've seen. They they've all kind of you know moved their manufacturing over to making you know hand sanitizer, all that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, I I, I understand like why they're doing it because you know probably blood flow in the stores and stuff. But like I just really get that feeling. Companies they're just like you said, trying to capitalize on the situation, trying to make as much money as they can right now. Um, and it makes complete little, sense, right? Like, oh, yeah, no, it, it makes it make, exact business it sense, sense to do like, that. Yeah, it makes sense, but like, it's it's like um, it's like some of these companies you would never even think all of a sudden start selling toilet paper or something like that, where you know everyone's going to need it, and all of a sudden it's like, well, wait a minute, like you kind of skipped on this from before, and you got like, you know, I'm not going to name any name, but bigger, bigger detailing companies that are more the prosumer type brands are now selling hand soap and it's like comes in a bottle and it costs like $16 but people are buying it and I'm sure they're making they're still making money so it's a lot of companies that are really kind of shifting what they're trying to do to um, capitalize on the situation Nick does that make sense to you because I could see you kind of were like Neh. 
Yeah, I mean, look, it, 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 this is where, you know, detailers need to come together outside of chemical companies and just understand what's happening, right? Yeah. This is what we talk about all the time on Marty and I's, uh, you know, blogs, which is, you know, you just got to understand. Once you understand what's going on, you can make a decision for your business. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Derek made the statement right. You know, these companies are going to do what's best for them. These companies uh, obviously see a need for hand sanitizer and, you know, disinfectant, all this stuff that they didn't buy into just a short eight weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't begrudge anybody. That's that's the right thing to do for their business. But as detailers, you need to remember those companies that weren't on top of disinfectant, which you know I knew ten years ago. A lot of people knew ten years ago, especially those in the commercial space uh, knew about disinfectant. Um, so I just take this time if I'm a detailer to say, okay, I'm watching what they're doing. I'm not begrudging what they're doing. I'm just trying to understand what they're doing and make your business decisions from there. Yeah, I would say from a chemical uh, company standpoint, like the reason why I said it makes sense, right? Like that's what, as a brand, that's what we want to be, right? We want to make sure that for a detailer, we have the products that you need for today's relevancy. So I get it why they would move into sanitizer and do that, especially since they could make some money at it. The long-term play is my question, right? Like, not even just hand sanitizer, right? Everybody's now going to come out with, we already said business advice, right? Suddenly now there's business advice. Suddenly now there's automotive interior sanitizers, like what you're talking about, Nick. Why didn't anybody do that before? I mean, companies are going to have to adapt, is what we say all the time. You have to adapt as a detailer. So chemical companies are going to adapt too. So I got no problem with the play. I just think it's uh, the the part that'll be interesting is where the long term uh, do they show themselves for just jumping on a bandwagon or will they continue to show the need for a detailer to use this three years later? That I think that'll be the interesting part. So, Derek, when you're going around and you're looking at all the stuff that is is out in the industry, I mean, what pops to your mind? Like, what questions can we help you with? Um, I'm trying to think of any of your questions. It's like, well, I, was, I think what I was telling you about before, since I always thought, like, what, what for me is still go out and still, still detail, like, was that, like, a, you know, right, right decision or a bad decision? Because, like, you know, could I go out and get sick and, and, and then bring that back and hurt my family and stuff like that? It's always been, like, like my decision. So my, my thought was, like, a lot of people were, you know, shutting down immediately, like, right when this all started to happen, and they weren't even, like, trying to stay open it was more like spoo shut down like that's it like someone told them hey this is the best thing you should do and you should shut down versus uh, my question is uh, like it wasn't a good decision for me to kind of work to work through the what my how my situation is and kind of just keep, keep detailing what's my my main question like did I make a bad decision by, by stay, trying to find more work trying to stay open well I, I'm open so yeah well then that, 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 you know you know, here's here's the reality. Um, we have a lot of people, uh, and a few come to mind for a lot of us, that hopped on the internet and broadcast far and wide, you need to shut down. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's nobody's call but yours. You're a business owner. Nobody knows your financial situation. Nobody knows, uh, you know, look, are you a single guy? Do you have two babies at home? Do you have this? All that stuff comes into play, and, and it's really frustrating to see how our industry is reacting to this. Uh, 
first and foremost, people are going out there and saying they're killing the virus or they got something from uh, some chemical company that'll kill the virus. That, that, that's just not the business we should have ever been in uh, at this at this stage of this. But the other part is, is you had people who don't own detailing businesses who are involved with tool companies or chemical companies or microfiber companies giving you, the detailer, uh, quote-unquote smart advice on shutting your business down. Uh, what you're going to find out, and this is kind of what I've always said to Marty, once the revenue is gone, it's gone. There's no recouping the revenue. So this whole idea that I'm going to shut down for this amount of time and then I'll recoup the revenue, those weeks are gone. So if your business is on the edge of you know, already week to week, shutting down was never going to be the right decision. Uh, if you were somebody that had six months you know, of your, of your uh, business finances in a bank account, Shutting down may not be a big deal, but how many detailing companies were prepared financially for this? It's a very tiny percentage. And so you can't ever say blanket statement, you you in this city should do this and you in that city should do the same thing. Everybody was hit differently. And look, being in Las Vegas, we were told to shut down almost before anybody. I mean, we were hit hard, quick, fast, the governor stepped in, they shut down, you know, the strip and all this other stuff. But here's the reality. I've been detailing. Uh, my guys have the decision. You know, if you want to work, work. If you don't, I'm not going to hold it against you. Okay. You got to make the decision that's right for you. So I play the same way in my business that I would tell any business owner. If it's right for you, then you need to go detail. If you're worried and you're scared and you got all these reasons, maybe a newborn at home, whatever. Hey, you got to make a decision. Hey, maybe I need to stay home. This is a little bit too risky for the situation on it. But I just found that too many blanket statements were being made. And the first thing that comes to my mind is those people making blanket statements don't own a detailing business. That's who I saw making blanket statements was a, was a bunch of has-beens that, that did detailing 25 years ago. That, is, that isn't real. Guys that are in this now are the people we should be listening to. And guess what? You're going to have to listen to yourself more than anything. Yeah, people were, I mean, at least on some of the forums, even like, like as soon as a lot of information came out, like people were like, hey, I listened to, you know, this person. They said shut down. That's it. Like, I'm done. And I was just like, well, how does, how does that person know your situation? And they may live on the other side of the country. I'm talking like, you know, this person... They live there. I know for me, like like I was telling Mark before, like I'm, I live near New York City, and that's like the epicenter of you know thousands and thousands of people getting sick and stuff. And at least here, I think my town has maybe ten or twelve cases of it, but like everyone's still practicing you know social distancing. You know, these many people on the road after eight o'clock, we're not really supposed to even be out. They're not ticketing people, but you know, for me personally, like I've been really at people's houses, so it's like more private. I don't have a shop, so I've been. Here's the conversation, Nick. Here's a conversation that somebody had with that customer in a different part of the country who closed their doors. Sorry, I closed down. I can't help you. Oh, wait. I thought this other person was. Yeah, I know. But somebody told me to close, so I had to. Yeah, it's it's, and and Marty's right. I mean, look, 
you find out a lot about people you think you know or don't know in these kind of times. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of detailers and a lot of, you know, corporate people in our industry that I thought I knew that, you know, don't have a leadership bone in their body. They think they're a leader. They aren't. They're a business owner. They're going to fail down the line because Mm -hmm. if you're taking direction from somebody that's not in your business and you're saying, I'm following this because this guy told me to, yet he has no finances in your business, Mm -hmm. that's a you problem. That's a you problem. Nobody can tell you what's right for your business at this point in history. You're going to have to make tough decisions, not only with coronavirus, but down the road, you're going to have to make tough decisions of firing somebody or hiring somebody, or should I get an SBA loan or should I do? Business is full of complex conversations. And the thing that I hated about all of this that I saw is we try to take a complex situation and make it black and white. Yeah, there's a gray area in business. Doesn't matter whose business, there's always gray area. So if you're staying open, you feel fine about staying open, don't worry about what everybody else is doing. As long as you're protecting yourself and your clients to the best of your ability and they want you there, Mm -hmm. you're not forcing yourself on them. They're giving you the keys to the car, saying, Mm -hmm. hey, I need help. I don't don't know what else you're supposed to do as a business owner. I still have never heard the answer of what I'm supposed to do about my revenue problem if I close. Nobody's answered it. They ain't cutting you a check, I'll tell you that much. I mean, like on, uh, what was it, uh, Saturday, a guy came, when I went to go do this guy's uh, uh, Tacoma, he, uh, he like, put the keys in the grass. He wanted, like, he wanted me to come out, so he put the keys out of the grass, and it was like, hey, the keys over here. I didn't even really, he, I saw him a few times, but he was out walking around doing yard work, because he's home too, but he wanted to get his truck clean, and, you know, when I was done, I put the keys back down on the grass, told him have a nice day, and then... I left and you know it worked out and the dude was happy I was there he said he'd rather do yard work than clean his truck and he wanted me to do it I was like okay so and look um, you made the decision you know Mm -hmm. I'm not there I can't tell you what to do I can't tell you what's right for you Uh, we just have way too many know-it-alls in this industry that really don't know a whole bunch and so you need to approach this afterwards in my opinion of looking at who I should really listen to and see how they reacted during this time. And if they were just making all these blanket statements like they knew everything, hey man, I'm, I'm not gonna listen to that guy ever again, guy or gal, because none of us know everything. We are all, you know, Marty and I say this all the time and I hope people get this. We're just having a discussion. That's all we're doing. It's not about right and wrong. Right and wrong is really not what we do. Um, and we got a lot of pushback, you know, when we started telling people you know, hey, sanitizing is much more difficult than everybody believes. Then everybody started to read up on it, and you had experts that, that popped up within a day and a half of the problem. They don't know what they're doing. They've never actually done it. So as business owners, what I hope comes out of this for the detailing industry is we get, we, we start to understand more who we should listen to. Because I think this industry was led astray long before this, and it can be led astray again if we don't, as detailers, start to realize who we should listen to. All right, love it. We don't want to beat a dead horse. Uh, Derek, you got any more questions? Anything else you want to chime in and ask about of what you're seeing or uh, any, any, you know, any anything else? Um, not really. I think, I think I'm pretty good as far as, like, most, most of my questions. That was, like, my main thing is I was, I was really scared about. Not really scared, but, like, I was always worried about what people would think. 
but uh, if I were to still be out working and stuff, and it's like, people are like, oh, you still need them? Like, yeah, like, you're still getting stuff done. It's like, I was always a little nervous, but uh, I, I hear what you guys are saying. I have noticed. Uh, and, and so, you know, so let me ask you this question, Derek. So you decided to stay open. You're, yes. you're putting yourself out there, and some would say at a risk. So how are you, how are you, how are you as a detailer and as a business owner, and as a young guy who, uh, right, got somebody to go back to, you don't want to worry about cross, you know, contaminating in a sense. I mean, how are you justifying then to yourself to, to stay open, putting yourself at risk? Uh, I know for me, uh, I, I, at least I, maybe I have a little bit better situation than, than other people were like, um, so I have, I have another, I have another job as my full-time job. And then this is my, this was like my, you know, side hustle, you would say, um, a little more serious than side hustle, but so they're paying me to stay home. So that job, so I took this opportunity to kind of, in case they decide to lay me off at the end of this, like in the next week, next week we're supposed to go back to work. Case decided to lay me off. I'm taking these three weeks and trying to stack up some some extra money in case something happens. Because I don't, nobody knows what's going to happen. I mean, all I all I've been getting was this is what we might do. It's text messages. Nothing's been official. So instead of me sitting there waiting to, for a handout, you know, because like we're supposed to get these stimulus checks sometime this week, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to try to figure my own business out and not have anyone tell me how they're supposed to do it. I'm not waiting for handouts. It's like, you know what? I'm going to figure this out myself. It's, it's my business. This is what I'm going to do. You know, I'm changing gloves every couple of, every three or four times a day. You know, I'm even washing my hands with the gloves on, hand sanitizer. Like, I'm keeping away from people. You know, I'm not allowed to look at doorknobs. But it's, I'm just trying to keep my distance and stuff. And then the biggest thing that I, my brother has told me, because he's a, he's a trainer, is you got to stay healthy. I mean, like, drink a lot of water. I mean, like, as long as you try to take care of your own body, as long, you know, you if you, if you do get sick, it's not going to be as bad as, you know, I don't smoke, so I'm not really going to get real bad off the lungs and stuff. But um, kind of like what uh, John's doing, you know, every five minutes, I might better be down like I don't like sick. So just just trying to stay safe. Cool, man. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a great thing to finish on. I mean, that's that's exactly how you should do it. You're making decisions for you, man. Awesome. Uh, where do people find you on social? Uh, at EJD Detailing um, on Instagram, and then I just redid my website um, a little bit. It looks pretty good now. Uh, it's much better. I took some time and redid my website. A little cleaner. I uh, went through Square now, but it's pretty good. I thought you were so, going to say, and then on TikTok. That's oh, what no, I was, no, no. That's I what tried. I was hoping for. I tried. I tried. I don't know. I, I'm like me. I tried a few pages. I'm just like, nah, I can't. Like Instagram. I like Instagram uh, IGTV. It's uh, you can do longer videos on it. it. Just seems cooler to me. Yeah. Everybody's got their own choices. All right, Nick, where do people find you? Uh, Vegas.rides on all social media. Uh, Nick at VegasRides.com is my email if you guys need some help. Awesome. You can find us at Total Auto Solutions or on TikTok at the Detail Supply app. <laughs> or shoot me a text, 918-800-1188. Guys, thanks so much. Uh, we'll talk soon. Cool. All right. Thank you. Yeah, Mark. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thanks, bro. Thanks, man. Have a good day. You too.